Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. The Iowa Business Council released its annual nonpartisan review of the state's economic climate this past Wednesday morning. Known as Iowa's Competitive Dashboard, the report measures the state's standing nationally in five categories, economic growth, workforce and education, governance, health and wellness, and demographics and diversity. Now, for each category, Iowa is awarded a cumulative score that determines whether it is outperforming, competitive, or underperforming nationally. As a whole, Iowa ranks as competitive in each category. However, additional data provides further context. Joe Murphy is executive director of the Iowa Business Council, and he shared the findings with me for the 56th edition of our program, which aired during the first weekend of February 2021. Let's first of all remind people, what is the annual dashboard? This is something you've done for a number of years. Give us a sense of the history and why it's important. Right. Well, thanks, Jeff. You know, the economic uh, competitive dashboard is something that the Iowa Business Council has put forward every year since 2011. It's really important for us and for the entire state of Iowa, really as a as a tool to be used um, for, for business leaders, for policymakers at the state level, for policymakers at the local level, to dig into the data and see what the trends are and to see where Iowa compares to the rest of the country. Now, it's important to note that this isn't necessarily a marketing tool. Um, you know, we're not marketing the state necessarily with this. We're really trying to convey a sense of, of discipline with respect to the data. You know, we're, we're presenting the data for what it is. There's some really great stories in here, but there are also a number of uh, opportunities, as we'd like to call them, for Iowa to improve in different areas. And so we're excited to release this report and we look forward to working with uh, local businesses, small businesses, anybody really who, who wants to have a better understanding of where Iowa is currently. So as you compare the current information to, say, the last year or the last five years, are there some trends that we have noticed in terms of making strides in certain areas over a course of time? Because nothing changes overnight, obviously, and certainly not in the midst of a pandemic. Right. Well, it's important to note, since you bring up the pandemic, it's important to note that data continues to come in every single day, every single week, every single month with the full economic impact of the pandemic that we're obviously still in. So next year's report in 2022 will have a better and more fuller picture of how Iowa compared in the pandemic year of of 2020, as opposed to this report. But that being said, to your question, you know, we're really excited to see um, Iowa's gross domestic product continue to increase. A couple of years ago, we actually were sort of flatlined out. We had about $190 billion worth of gross state product for two years in a row. This last year, we increased that to $194.7 billion. That's significant, you know, four and a half, $4.7 billion in additional growth is a huge number, particularly for a state like Iowa. But I think it's also important to note that that growth occurred where we had volatile trade markets that we talked about in a lot of different areas. We had volatile weather patterns. We had manufacturing concerns with respect to trade policies, particularly aluminum and steel and other things like that. So when you think about our members of the business council and you think about other small manufacturers that deal with those components, the fact that we increased in gross state product is really important. And the other thing I'd point to is the fact that Iowa's median income increased 
by about $1,700 per household, which doesn't seem like a lot when you first say $1,700, but you know, for a state like Iowa that has a low cost of living, that's, that's significant. And I think anytime wages are increasing in this state is something that should be celebrated and should be talked about. At the very least, you're going in the right direction. Wages are going up. And when you mentioned the gross state product, this is in a year where the national, the economy contracted for the year as a whole, but the fourth quarter showed some growth. And so we are actually, the way it sounds, a little better in Iowa than perhaps the national average on similar comparisons. Right. And I think it's, you know, like I said earlier, it's important to note that we'll get full data representing that as the as the months continue and final reports and tabulations and books are closed out. Mm-hmm. But I think you're absolutely right. We've seen in our state, particularly because we did not have a, a statewide shelter in place order, businesses were able to continue to operate and continue to operate in a safe manner. I do think that you'll see Iowa's GDP continue to, to grow and, and grow at a much faster clip than our neighbors and other states that that were shut down. You know, we just know, looking at the monthly tax receipts, for example, that the nonpartisan legislative services agency puts out, our surpluses are are still there, and our and our rainy day funds are are still fully uh, fully funded. And I know that the legislature has plans to to spend some of that money, and they should. But to your point, you know, Iowa has weathered this pandemic storm much better than a number of other states around us. As you look at the various categories, are there some areas that Iowa has performed very well in over time or presently? And again, this is a competitive dashboard, so the idea is to compare with others. So what are the things that if someone were to call you from out of state and say, all right, what does Iowa have going for it compared to what other deal I might strike elsewhere? What are some of the key points that you would point toward? Well, we're, we're blessed in this state to have a number of uh, high-performing areas, number one. But uh, one of the things that I point out is the fact that we're continuing to be a top 10 state with uh, manufacturing value as a percentage of our gross domestic product. That percentage indicates the fact that we have a strong manufacturing backbone in this in this state. But it's also important to note that in addition to the manufacturing aspect, our economy is well diversified. So manufacturing, for example, this last year represented just under 18% of our gross state product. And while that's a very big number compared to our economy, that also means that we have a lot of other things going for us with economic diversification, which is really important. Another thing you know, that, we, that we're perennially uh, a top 10 player in is our, our labor participation rate. Iowans work, right? And, and we're seeing that month in and month out and our our unemployment rate while it has crept up during the pandemic continues to be significantly lower than literally almost every other state in the nation so we're we're very excited about that we're we're very excited about uh we're continuing to see high school students uh graduate and then get some level of of training beyond high school that's a huge initiative for the future ready iowa Uh, so there's there's a lot of things that we're that we're pointing to that our core competencies, uh, you could say, for for the state of Iowa. Those are all wonderful foundational points upon which to build, but obviously not everything is where it should be or could be in order to enhance competitiveness. What are some of the areas that you can highlight very distinctly and say, these are things where Iowa really needs to improve or things we need to work on if we're going to maximize our potential and take advantage of all of those other positive things you just mentioned? 
Well, I think the thing that really strikes us right now is the fact that we have a population concern in this data, bordering on a, on a population crisis. You know, our data shows that for the first time in a long time, literally years, Iowa's population has actually decreased. And that's, that's alarming. You know, we're still hovering around that, that 3.1 million in total population. We decreased uh, total population by about 1,000 people. More concerning than that is our net overall migration decreased by about 2,300 people. So that means more people are leaving the state than are coming into the state. We'd like to literally turn that number upside down and, and then take off from there. So that's a very concerning point for us for a couple of reasons. Number one, a healthy state is a growing state, obviously. So we need to grow our population. But, but secondly, as businesses look to expand their operations in Iowa, they can only do that if they literally have the people in state to take those jobs and to fulfill those jobs. And the, the tough truth on that, Jeff, is the fact that if we don't have the population to support these companies, businesses will be forced to look elsewhere for that talent. And that's a very big concerning point for, for us as the Iowa Business Council and for us as a state. We need to reverse that trend. Uh, we're working really hard to do that. It's great to see such strong bipartisan support for some of these population growth initiatives right now in the legislature, but more needs to be done. We need, it needs to be addressed. Very interesting that you mentioned that we're talking about a net decrease, because I think some of us have kind of given ourselves a sense of false security when we look at other states. We'll say other states are growing. So is Iowa, but just not as fast as those others. And that's when we start talking about losing a representative in Congress, et cetera. Hey, we're still growing. We're just not growing as fast as some of these other states. But you're talking about a decrease, and that does lead to the use of the word crisis appropriately. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we can say that anymore. That we're that we're growing, but just not as much as as the other states. To you, to your exact point, that is that is a concern for us. Um, you know, we're we're greatly anticipating to see uh, you know the final census numbers as those you know will be coming out over the next year to see where we where we officially end up. But regardless of what that data says, you know, we know that this has been an issue for a long time. Ten years ago, we lost a representative in Congress. You know, there's concern about that moving forward with this next census. And if not this time, then 10 years from now. And while that's a little bit of a in the weeds political argument, you know, political strength in Washington is hugely important. Um, And Iowa has a great bipartisan history of working together to benefit all Iowans. And if our political makeup shifts or decrease, that just ends up hurting us in the long run, not to mention all the business and economic consequences that I just mentioned as far as us losing population. Well, and and the loss of a representative in Congress is such a public thing. Everyone can understand that. Consolidation of districts, we have fewer than we used to have. Uh, when you and I were both very young, uh, there were seven members of Congress, and now it's you know roughly half of that. And so that's something that we can really see, everybody can appreciate. But what you're talking about, too, is the the fact that you don't have people, number one, And then we've talked before in the past, and it's been consistent for years, we don't have people who are trained for the jobs that are available. This just starts snowballing unless you're able to get a handle on it. And and obviously, if either one of us had the answer, we'd be putting it into place. So what are some things, though, that, that are being talked about by those wiser than me in terms of how to, I'll say, stop the bleeding and, and then get to uh, healing the, the situation? 
Well, I think it's really important to note that you know while while this is some troubling troubling uh, you know data that we're that we're sharing for the first time today, you know I think there is there is some great momentum potentially to to reverse that that trend or or stop it before it becomes a trend. I think first of all we need to market this state. You know sometimes people don't like to hear about you know marketing spends on things like that, but we've got a lot of really great things going for us here in the state of Iowa: low cost of living, relatively affordable housing wonderful, safe schools, wonderful, safe communities, you know, coming on the heels of pandemic, that sounds pretty attractive for a lot of people. And I think that we can really take advantage of some of those key differentiators, particularly in some of those high cost states uh, that surround us, whether it be, you know, Illinois or Minnesota and Minneapolis and some of these high cost cities, these mega cities that are just literally losing population to the tunes of tens of thousands. All those people are going somewhere. Why not Iowa? And I think the good thing for us is the fact that our political leaders, you know, starting with the governor and then also, you know, bipartisan leaders as well, or among the Democrats as well, have have really embraced this notion of affordable housing, broadband, child care. Those are all initiatives that we've been promoting for a number of time that can really level or, or set the backbone for sustained economic growth. And as as people continue to remote work, they want to remote work from a place that doesn't cost a lot to live. Uh, if we can figure out broadband, we can figure out a whole heck of a lot of other problems. And so I think it really starts there. And we're really excited to continue to work on that issue. Let me ask you, lastly, you've studied this kind of data for years. You've studied this particular report in your current position more than a, a couple of times now here with this report. What surprised you when the data actually came in? What was the thing that took you off stride just a little bit in terms of positive or negative surprise? Well, I think, you know, I always try not to fall too far, you know, when I, when I get knocked off balance. But I think, I think honestly, you know, going back to the gross state product, when you think back into 2019 and, and 2020 and, you know, even the years before that, you know, trade is such an important, important issue for, for the state of Iowa, particularly trade with Canada and Mexico and emerging markets in, in Asia. And the fact that those three areas in particular were targeted in those trade wars under the previous administration really was concerning for us. So the fact that we held steady and then increased, I think, speaks to the resiliency and diversity of Iowa's economy. So I was very pleasantly surprised to see that. And, and frankly, you know, I'll be the first to admit I, I was surprised, uh, again, on the population issue. I, you know, we were hanging on there for, for a long time to your earlier point on, hey, we're growing just not as just not as much as we you know should be or hopefully are but uh, the fact that we've actually lost population needs to be a wake up call for all of us joe murphy executive director of the iowa business council we connected via zoom on tuesday february 2nd you can review the full iowa's competitive dashboard by going to their website iowabusinesscouncil.org The Iowa Business Report, radio program and podcast, is presented by the Center for Business Growth and Innovation at the University of Northern Iowa, working to maximize economic impact for Iowa entrepreneurs. Online at cbgi.uni.edu. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa. With the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.